Hallelujah. Amen. You're welcome to today's episode. I am Falasha Diosho. This is coming to you from Falasha Diosho Global Ministries. Trust that your day has been great and especially your year 2021. You're welcome to the second quarter of this great year. On this episode, we are going to be looking at the title that says don't judge me or do not judge me whatever one you prefer don't judge me it's a common cliche that people use especially believers referring to the statement of jesus in the book of matthew chapter 7 verse 1 usually when somebody is being called out or somebody has been held responsible for a misconduct or somebody raises an eyebrow over someone's attitude reactions probably dressings or disposition a person usually says don't judge me i want to really look at what does it mean what is the true meaning of don't judge me as you call that in the book of matthew chapter 7 verse 1 let me read matthew chapter 7 verse 1 from the passion translation it says refuse to be a critic refuse to be a critic full of bias towards others and judgment will not be passed on you this is Jesus making this emphatic statement that she refused to be a critic full of bias towards others and judgment will not be passed on you. What exactly was Jesus trying to say here? Was Jesus saying that we should no longer be disciplined? Was Jesus saying that we should no longer be corrected? Or Jesus was saying something differently? You know, we are in a generation or dispensation where we have developed hatred for correction most people do not want correction they frown at it paul was writing to timothy in the book of second timothy chapter 4 verse 3 and he said he said to timothy you are going to find that there will be times when people will have no stomach for solid teaching but will fill up on spiritual junk food that is cashy opinions that tickle their fancy paul told timothy that this time will come in every generation there will always be people who have itchy heads but just that we have it on the increase and this generation does not just want correction and when somebody is being corrected or being punished for wrongdoing they quickly say oh do not judge me now, when Jesus was speaking in this place and saying, do not judge me, what Jesus meant here was that Jesus was saying that we should not get very critical. We should not get very harsh. We, sh we should not get to the point where we conclude on somebody that this person can never change, that nothing good can come out of this person again. That is what Jesus was saying. 
Jesus did not say that do not discipline. Jesus did not say that do not punish. If Jesus was saying that, he, 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 he must have been contradicting himself. Now, what is, you know, discipline, corruption, and judgment seems to be very interwoven. And what is different between these three? What is discipline? Discipline is an enforced compliance or control. And when you talk about punishment, I mean, when you're talking about correction, rather, correction is... Punishment that is intended to rehabilitate an offender. And I've explained what judgment is. The difference between these three, three things is motive. The motive behind what you do. When you discipline a child, the motive behind that discipline is to rehabilitate, to to bring that child to the point where the child will realize that what the child did was wrong or the person did was wrong and then bring the person back onto redemption correction is also the same thing to make the person see whatever wrong they have done to feel the pain that we cause repentance that is essence of discipline and correction but when uh, judgment is being meted out like jesus was saying in matthew chapter 7 what Jesus was addressing is those hypocritical people who have wrong motives towards others, would judge others so critically that even the person that is being judged feels so worthless. The person feels as if Jesus can never forgive them again. That is what Jesus was saying. Jesus did not say that anything and everything goes. If Jesus meant that, Every time you do something, you are being disciplined, you are being called out, and it means you are being judged. Then Jesus will be contradicted himself in Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 and 14. Let me read what Jesus says from the Passion Translation. He says, Come to God through the narrow gate, because the wide gate and broad path is the way that leads to destruction. Nearly everyone chooses that crowded road. 14. The narrow gate and difficult way leads to eternal life. So so few even find it now if jesus meant that oh anything and everything goes and here in verse 13 is telling us about the narrow path and the wild path and it's letting us realize that only few people follow the narrow path because the way to heaven the way to greatness the way to great character and virtue is usually very narrow because god is always pruning us so jesus is not saying that anything or everything goes no, it doesn't work like that with him. And in fact, before Jesus got to this chapter 7, he's been calling out hypocritical leaders, those Pharisees and Sadducees. When he spoke about prayer, he called them out. When he spoke about fasting, he called them out. And don't forget that the Bible was not written originally in chapters and verses. They actually put the chapters and verses to make it um, easier for, for readers. So it was an ongoing thing. It was actually addressing hypocritical attitudes. And at different times, Jesus was calling out people that were hypocritical. So Jesus is not in support of people not being disciplined or not being called out. No way. If you are being disciplined, if you are being called out, you are better be grateful to God that there are persons in your life who are calling you onto correction. Because if you are not corrected, you will self-destruct in, in in Proverbs 3 12 and it was also repeated in the book of Hebrews. The Bible says he who the father loves, the father will correct, which is highs. When you get to the point in your life when you can no longer be corrected, you have gotten to your dead end. So 
correction, punishment are part of our lives. God on daily basis to correct or punish us so that we can realize that we have done something wrong and come unto redemption. And like I said, the difference between punishment, correction, and judgment is motive. When anybody is, is not being disciplined or being corrected, it is supposed to be redemptive in nature, not destructive. But when people are being judged, the people that are meeting now judgment is actually consciously, unconsciously destroying that person. Then whatever is being melted out to the person is not going to be redemptive. It is going to be destructive. You talk so down, you know, are people that they feel that they are nothing and they can never be anything again. They feel like they're the worst sinners on heart and Jesus didn't die for their type of sin. That's what Jesus was saying. Don't be critical of people. Don't, 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 don't be full of bias towards other people. Don't conclude on people that they can never change. Change is the most constant thing in life. God is still the business of changing people. So this statement, both ways, this statement is not for us to, 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 to hide under and say, don't judge me. Any little thing, oh, don't judge me. Oh, why you trust that is? Oh, don't judge me. Oh, why did you talk like that to that heavenly man? Oh, no, don't judge me. No, sir. No, ma. You are wrong. You are using that text out of context. Jesus was not saying nobody should talk about you. Jesus is not saying that you should not be corrected when you go on. Jesus is not saying that you should not be properly disciplined. Jesus is saying that you should not be critical of another person. You should not be full of bias towards another person. You should not just go to conclusion that nobody can be I mean, redeemed again. And when you are in, an, in a position of authority over their lives, don't destroy them in the name of punishing them. No, whatever punishment that must be meted out must be done in love. It is all about motive, motive, right? Motive. It must be done in love in such a way that the person is being redeemed and not destroyed. So to the persons that are using this contest or, or this text now, out of context, trying to want to hide under this text and say, don't judge me. You are wrong. That's not what Jesus says. If you deserve to be disciplined, you will be disciplined. I shall receive your discipline in good in good faith. Don't allow itchy ears. Don't allow perilous age to destroy your life. Listen and get corrected. And to anyone who is in position of authority or will ever be in the position of authority, when you are to matter discipline or correction to people, you must remember that your motive must be right. And the right motive is that you must be done in love. It must be done in such a way that it must bring redemption to that person and not destruction. Jesus died for the sins of the world and does not want anything, anyone to perish. If you allow people to get destroyed because you, you are full of bias towards them. You have you are falling into in, in, into the category of people that Jesus was addressing here. Hypocritical people. They were doing evil but they were covering it up. But when you get to others, they were all out to destroy them. Every act of punishment or 
correction or discipline must be redemptive and don't forget that the difference between your know, discipline correction and the judgment is critical critical attitude and and bias towards others jesus was addressing it's all about the motive our motives must be right towards one another our motives when people go wrong our motives when somebody you know falls into sea or, or or has done something wrong is to you know speak in love deal with them in love correct them in love punish them in love discipline them in love and unto redemption, it must be redemptive. It's not from the art of anger, from the art of hatred towards that person for whatever reason. And what you are doing is just all out to destroy the person. Then you have judged that person. So both ways to those who are using it wrongly, because you were called that, no sir, no ma, you are not correct. When you are wrong, you will be disciplined. And accept your discipline. Thank God for those who discipline you. Thank God because discipline preserves lives. It preserves this uh, destiny. If you cannot be preserved, if you can, if you cannot be, you know, disciplined, you cannot be preserved. And to people in authority, you know, sometimes somebody had offended you, and then he falls into into your trap, and they bring him to you, and somebody will feel like, okay, this is my opportunity to deal with you. You are judging that person. You are supposed to come from the place of love. Put aside your your differences come from a place of love. That's how to know. Your motive must be right. Your judgment, your, your, your discipline, your corruption must come from the place of love. And it must be redemptive. Hallelujah. That is how to know that you have not judged. And this is my prayer in the name of Jesus that whenever we are going to be corrected, we are going to be disciplined we will be humble enough to receive the discipline, to receive the correction, and not become garrulous, and not self-destruct in the name of Jesus. And to everyone who is in position of leadership, they will not misuse their leadership position. In the name of Jesus, whenever they will have to, to, to discipline anybody, to correct anybody, to come from the place of love, it will come from a place that Jesus really wanted to come from and it will lead to the redemption of that person because god doesn't want the death of any sinner but rather he wants everyone to come unto repentance you will not be part of those that will destroy people but you were part of those that will contribute to the redemption of many in the name of jesus thank you and god bless you to reach out to us Please, the, the, the numbers to call are 081 or 0705404980. Please, if you're calling from outside the country, just add plus 234. That is the code for Nigeria. And the email address is foministries2020 at gmail.com. Let's know how this, this, you know, this platform is blessing your lives and the Lord is putting it in your heart to support us financially. Please do it. Salvation is free. But the gospel is expensive. Thank you and God bless you till I come your way again. Don't forget that you are here for purpose. Discover it, develop it and deploy it. Thank you.